Our next guest, uh, she gives back in the way of food. And everybody in this studio knows Sean McDonald as a guest owner by food. I kind of lose my mind a little bit. <clears throat> she, she personifies brains and beauty as, success, as a successful businesswoman, entrepreneur, restaurateur, author, and culinary visionary. That's a, that's a lot, man. You know, culinary visionary. She's building a restaurant empire, a fusing traditional business savvy and industry skills with lavish creations and niche restaurants that are appealing to foodies worldwide. And myself, I am a foodie. She I recently died at her Atlanta-based restaurant, The Real Milk and Honey Restaurant in College Park. I landed, got in my truck, parked right up front, went in there and had me, because y'all, my, when I eat, I eat like three different things. So I, I go and I, I sample. I, I'm a sampler. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Monique Rose. Hi there. Thank you for having me. Appreciate okay. it. That was a heck of an introduction. Was it, was it, was it worthy, though? Was it worthy, Monique? <laughs> <That was> a, <laughs> I didn't even realize I did all that. Well, well you know, <laughs> well, first of all, they say in your bio you're from Milwaukee, Wisconsin? I am. Born and raised. 30 years I lived there so, before so, I moved to so, Atlanta. So, so you, you, do the, you, you do the Milwaukee thing. You, you bypass Chicago, which is one of the great eating towns. Chicago, <laughs> my God. I tell people. I tell people honestly. Chicago. Uh, they have the great breakfast spots, you know, because yes. the, the Tex-Mex is up there, barbecues up there, pizzas up there, of course, Italian yes. seafood, and so so you bypass Chicago, one of my favorite <laughs> cities. Of course, the cold will get you to bypass it. Okay. Yeah, I had, I had enough of the cold. I actually, uh, I guess, I passed through Chicago because I went to UIC, so uh-huh. I got my you know freshman ten pounds eating in Chicago. <laughs> um, but I just I didn't settle there. Uh, by thirty years old, I was sick of Midwest winter and uh, decided to take my talent south to Atlanta. So what, what was the experience about coming to Atlanta that uh, made it unique for you and allow you to realize that this is a place I can really live my dreams? Um, I just felt I had, you know, traveled to Atlanta, have visited, particularly as a kid. I do have a lot of family in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remember feeling that, you know, I had done all that I could do in Milwaukee and felt right. like there was just something more out there for me. It was good timing. My son was entering high school. My daughter was entering kindergarten. Mm-hmm. So it was a good transition period. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I just was, I wanted to go someplace warm, to be honest with you. Right. So I was like, look, this is a good place to just yeah, pick up and, so this, and this, go this, to. I was getting a divorce. So it just was a lot of reasons to um, just for a fresh start. And it actually um, was one of the best moves that I've made thus far in regards to my um, career. Now, so you come down, you leave Milwaukee, you come on down, you know, because you're mm-hmm. coming on down, 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 <laughs> south. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. South. Right. Atlanta, Georgia today. Now, you're in Atlanta, and uh, so, but you have restaurants on the East Coast in uh, Bowie, Maryland, Washington, D.C., and yes. now you have restaurants in Atlanta. So let's talk yes. about, you're in Atlanta, but I'm seeing restaurants on your website on the East Coast. That is true. Yeah, I kind of... Um, Came to Atlanta, uh, did about eight, let's see, seven years there, um, and then um, decided to, well, actually, it wasn't a decision. At the time, uh, I was a general manager of T.I.'s restaurant there in Atlanta, Scales 925, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Chef Sammy Davis was the executive chef, so that's actually where we met. Um, we both worked there. As we know, that restaurant is closed. It didn't work out, but during our time there together, we started doing these pop-up brunches. 
Um, I think our first one was at uh, My Fair Suites. So we would take restaurants that were closed on the Sunday and then go in and do what we called our top ten brunch. So that's kind of how Milk and Honey got rebirthed indirectly um, was by these brunches that we were doing. And it really was just out of necessity. Like um, Sammy had quit scales. I was on my one foot out the door. Um, <laughs> we had like one client because we do restaurant consulting also. And so we were like, let's just do these brunches <laughs> every week, make some money. Um, and they just blew up. They were people were really they were really successful and I don't know you know anybody who knows restaurants to completely move into somebody's restaurant and then move back out on the same day is is no small feat like it was very challenging and a lot of work but um so let's, let's, let's slow this down is, Monique. You know, let's, slow the, let's slow this down Monique because it sounds really cool what you're doing here mm-hmm. was this something you're doing on a monthly basis or a weekly basis weekly every single Sunday Okay, so so do you, I'm assuming that you started developing a, a, a mailing list and you would send out notices or with your social media, you no, send out notices? No, no, see, uh, I was actually blessed enough to be partner. Chef Sammy is a Food Network chef. He won uh, Chop Redemption. Uh, he's also a celebrity chef. He was Lil Wayne chef for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch of other people, Jill Scott, Puffy, but a bunch of people, <laughs> but had enough of a following on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did it as well personally, although... Um, not as big as his, and we kind of just put it out there. This was all, like, social media and word of mouth. So people would tell me, like, I went to this brunch, you got to go. We moved from My Fair Suites to um, Epic Lounge, which is now um, the other Milk and Honey on Cascade. So we were doing pop-up brunches there, um, and they just were really successful. Like, we, we, and I think the reason why they were so successful, besides the fact that we marketed them well, was, we took 10 items and just did those 10 items better than anybody. It wasn't an extensive menu. You could only come and get those 10 items, and we, we, we killed those 10 items. So I think that's what made it so successful in such a short period of time. Now, one of the, one of the innovative dishes was the deep-fried strawberry shortcake biscuit. Yes, yes. And that actually was an accident. We were typically happens with me and Sammy in the kitchen. And um, some of the biscuits fell over into the French toast batter. So we decided to just deep fry them and then we topped them with cream cheese icing and some strawberries and the rest is history. Like that's one of our, aside from shrimp and grits, that's one of our top sellers. Monique, Monique, stop, stop being silly here. Stop being silly. So biscuits just fell off. <laughs> so serious, was born by an accident, by me being pissed off. <laughs> Love her. Knocked over some biscuits, and those that 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 um anger has has uh, made us a lot of money. I'm happy about that one. And so, so you take that, you 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 dip it down, and then you put it in a little basket, and mm-hmm. you drop it. How many minutes in the? Uh, Oh, quick, maybe two minutes. It doesn't take long at all. Um, We switched it up. We were just using our regular, like, homemade biscuits, which um, those were good. But now we use a – we've evolved. We use this – it's a waffle biscuit, so it's more like of a a funnel cake kind of. It's really, really good. So we put that in a French toast batter. We deep fry it. um, You top it with some powdered sugar, our cream cheese icing, and then um, strawberries. But now we have different flavors. Like we we do the turtle, turtle, so you can get caramel and pecans and – Cookies and cream and blueberries <laughs> and cream. So Monique, 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 stop, stop, stop. You, you're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> Peaches and cream. Is, what you, that's what we do. She said she was a culinary visionary. She said that. I said that in the intro. She went, oh, wow. And I'm, I'm yeah. really. So, so, you know, the fun thing about this interview is that just excitement, the excitement in your voice. You're having fun doing what you're doing. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. You can't, I mean, this is a, you got to understand that I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, teenage mother. Sammy's from North Philly, um, been homeless before. He grew up in foster homes. When you come from where we come from, when you've had nothing to come to have this type of success in such a short period of time, not that we haven't been working for it our whole lives, but to have this have happened in the last couple of years is just amazing. We started Milk and Honey with $5,000, and in the last almost three years, we're, we've grossed more than $12 million in revenues and counting so far. So we can't help but be happy. Like, I'm amazed when I, when I pull up and I still see the lines outside and I see that people really are, you know, supporting and, and still showing up for our food. Like, it blows my mind, and I have to keep this energy because that's what got us here. We can't lose that. Okay, well, okay, cool. I'm hungry. You know that, right? And we're about to go to break. <laughs> and when we come back, I'm going to find out where you at today. And Rashawn and his team, we coming down, girl. We coming down. We coming down to eat. Be back with more money-making conversation. She's a star. Only grows. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. Whether it's a quick breakfast meeting with colleagues, brunch, and friends with family, lunch, alone, or carry out to dine at home or your office. I've been there. College Park, the real milk and honey cafe. Food is great. On the phone is uh, the visionary, the food visionary. Uh, I had I've had haven't had this much fun talking to somebody about food in a long time. She's fantastic. Please welcome back on the show, Monique Rose. Monique, thank you, thank you. So where you at right now, Monique? I'm in uh, Maryland right now. Uh, college, our College Park, Maryland location. So we not only have one in College Park, Georgia, but also in College Park, Maryland. So I'm in Maryland this week. <laughs> well, you're making it happen. So let's let's break down each restaurant. Uh, are all of them the same menu? Or I know one's a seafood restaurant in Washington D.C., so I know that menu's different. So let's mm-hmm. go to each location, talking about or uh, what's what's the what's the theme? Okay. Okay, sure. Um, well, they're all um, yeah, they are heavy on the seafood. I will say that we do use a lot of lobster, um, salmon, shrimp, that type of stuff. We do have you know some chicken and uh, one burger on the menu, but for the most part, all the locations are are heavily based. In, in seafood. They are very similar, um, although like, we tweak certain things, like for Atlanta, um, the shrimp and grits are slightly different. Like I said, we do, you know, because it's Georgia, we did the peaches and cream, so we tweak it a little bit, but for the most part, the core of it, those those 10 items I talked about, those main items that got us where we are today, the shrimp and grits, the lobster, egg and cheese, croissant, salmon hash, those type of things um, stay consistent throughout every location. Now, now, the seafood restaurant that you opened in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Talk to us about that. Um, well, it opened in January but, January um, of this year, correct? January of this it year. Was, it was, yeah. Well, we did official opening, yeah. We kind of soft opened November of last year, January. And then what we found happened was everybody knew that we were the owners of Milk and Honey that had launched this Catch-22. So they came in, all the D.C. people looking for Milk and Honey you know, dishes. So we kind of took a turn about four months ago and switched it over to the bar at Milk and Honey. So it still has the Catch-22 dishes, the seafood dishes, like the the whole red snapper and deep-fried crab legs and the lamb chops and the things that people wanted, but then we kind of fused it with Milk and Honey because we found that in this, particularly in this area, Milk and Honey um, is pretty well-known. So everybody, even though they were coming to check out Catch, they were still asking for the Milk and Honey stuff. So we found a perfect marriage. I'm kind of happy with it. Um, it allows us to do both things very well. Um, that's the um, only Milk and Honey location that has an entire full bar. 
So, um, you know, it's just a different little vibe. It's in D.C., so you can, you know, take a date there, hang out with your girlfriends. It's not, it's still casual because Milk Honey is casual, but um, it's kind of a more trendy, hip kind of place. Yeah, just don't sit on certain furniture. It's like, you know, hey. Right. <laughs> that right there is for display only. Don't exactly. sit on that sofa. Exactly. Don't sit on I, 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 walked, like, I walked in there now. It looks, looks sitable, but I advise you not to sit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the imagery that there's. So yeah. what, what's a typical day of Monique Rose? Okay. Uh, my day typically starts at about 4 a.m. Um, I get up. I respond to all the text messages and messages from staff at the different restaurants, emails, um, take a little moment to meditate and pray so I can prepare for what's uh, ahead. I'm a mother, too, so um, I have a high schooler uh, and a grandmother, but a mother, um, and I get her out for the day and then uh, come back. And I have a home office as well. I try to do some things there instead of, you know, we have offices at the restaurants, but once you're in there, it's right. a kind of, it's, it's like impossible right. to really get anything done. So I try to um, spend a little time there at my home office. Um, I also own Mink and Honey, which is a beauty brand. Um, so I might spend a little time on that, look at the orders on that, do some promotions on that, talk to marketing. I run around. I try to hit every location in the DMV if I'm here. Um, if I'm in Atlanta, I pretty much spend my entire day on Main Street right. or looking out, you know, scouting new locations um, because we are looking for a second location in uh, the Atlanta area. Am I shocked? Well. Am I shocked, you, Monique, looking for another location? <laughs> you just will not sit down. You will not sit down. No, I won't. So it just, it just goes that way, honestly, until... Until uh, late at night, really. I usually don't. I, I try to get at least four or five hours of sleep, but that very rarely happens. Um, I have to work on that. That is actually something that I've committed to myself to do better at. But, um, yeah, I go all day, all day long. It's a lot. We're, we're in the process of building a team. We just hired a district manager mm-hmm. um, recently, earlier this year. So that's been a great help. But, you know, it's just been me and Sammy kind of doing this all on our own. So now that we're growing, we have two more locations opening in this area, another in D.C. and then another in Maryland. So, um, it's time to build a team, so that's that's my focus. Now. Yeah, because you said in your intro, it said a restaurant empire. Yeah. You know? And so, how do you maintain quality control? That's the key when you start evolving, when you start building. Like you said, mm-hmm. you opened just one restaurant, Catch Twenty Two. You had a different menu, and then you go over there, people going, "Look, we want some shrimp and grits. We want right. some. Uh, where's that? Where's that, uh, that that biscuit? That deep fried biscuit?" And so you have to accommodate, so you know now that your brand has mm-hmm. to stay consistent. Otherwise, yeah. it beca- you're not saying the word negative, but people, you know, they will complain if they go to someplace and, and they'll, they'll redefine what, you, what you're supposed to be doing, your dream. Saying, look, they're good, yeah. but they don't have that. And no one right. wants negative wording about a great setup. So right. how do you maintain quality control? Um, we use really, really quality products. So even if a staff member, because, you know, you, you're leaving your 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 brand and your business in the hands of other people. Right. So even if they miss the mark, we still are better than our competition's best because our our, our the product is so good. So that that's where we put our money. Um, we don't really focus on, um, and I want anybody that's listening to your show that wants to open a restaurant, I always tell 
all new aspiring restaurateurs, do not get into the, the money pit of trying to put all your money in the front of the house, meaning your dishes, your flatware, your decor, your tables, that type of stuff. The stuff that you take loans out for and you never up and smoke money is what Sammy calls it. That's what it is. Um, you lose it. Put your money in the product, and then, you know, that's, you know, your revenue will support that. So I think that that is what allows us to remain consistent because our product, we use the same product everywhere. We don't allow, you know, one location to skimp or, you know, instead of using heavy cream, use half and half or, you know, like we really make sure that the 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 quality of the product is great and superior. So, therefore, even if somebody, you know, messes up our grits you can't really they're still better than the average grits you know what i mean so um yeah, <laughs> I, i'm a, a, I'm a grit a boy because i'm from houston now you, grits got to be right now and i went That's in there right. and, no and, exactly you're right <laughs> you know what i'm saying because like there's a lot of people throw out there do some grits they're going okay really 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 yeah it's horrible but yeah we're not we're not just boiling water for our grits so it's a lot that goes into a pot of milk and honey grits and um like i said even if somebody was a little bit off our product is so good that it still would, you know, stand up, and it still would be consistent, hopefully, to what people are, um, you know, accustomed to from milk. Okay, Monique, I talk about the show money-making conversation. I hear all this hard work. I hear all this energy. Where is the balanced life in Monique's life? Yeah, I just told you I'm working on it. I wish I, I, wish I, could, I, wish I could say Stop, that Monique. Monique, strength. Rashawn is into your life. I'm telling you, so do not be Rashawn. I make all this money, and all of a sudden you go, okay, yeah. Uh, Okay, I take a vacation. Monique, right. take a vacation, okay? Yeah. It's not going to fall tried, apart. I've tried, and then I'm working on vacation. It's, it's just horrible. I think it's because it's, I, I don't know. I think hopefully over time I will um, level out a little bit and balance right. out and do better at that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's very, very important. It's hard to, you know, balance. Okay, what's hard? Personal okay, personal life well, and business uh, and making sure you get enough rest and, you know, okay. Because you, you and I, and, you know, you and I have similar qualities. You have similar qualities. So you have I'm similar qualities. On it. We have similar qualities. Uh, you get up at four. I get up at four fifteen. Okay. Oh, Every okay. Day. okay. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I should sleep that extra fifteen okay. minutes. I actually <laughs> sleep about four five hours. But five hours is never. Four hours is usually my my life schedule. So that's so we there. Okay. okay. So me and you. So I'm I'm coaching you along. I'm mentoring you. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate. Okay. it. I because, need it. Yeah, because you because <laughs> of the fact that you know. The, the the success that you're having is 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 awesome. Uh, you know, the, me being able to take time for you to take time to interview me lets me know that you know how to balance your life. Okay, and right. my my whole thing is that is that in the process of being successful, you know, I want just I want you to just start telling your story more. Uh, I'm amazed that you don't have a TV show because you just you just you just ooze a <laughs> uh, 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 star power. You know, and Thank you're, you. you're, you're telling such that. amazing stories and things like that. But you just take a week, just to take a week here, a week there, a weekend there. Just start, just take because the restaurant's not going to close. The Empire's not going to shut down. Right, and right. You, you seem to start, because you, you, you're doing it, you're setting it up anyway. I know 2020 is going to be your year of relaxing because I hear general managers being hired. I hear a much yeah. more, a much more structured environment where you'll be able to, you know, even when you're on vacation, you'll be able to monitor people via Zoom. Hey. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> I know you're crazy behind. It's not going to let release. You no, know. probably not. You're, but not I'm on. You're right. No, that's very important. I think the right team is what allows that to happen. And so, gotta 
just keep hiring and, and surrounding ourselves with the right people. And you will. And so before we go, just tell everybody about the uh, the restaurant locations and uh, the websites. And uh, now, do of you do do, do okay, you so have we, like uh, right now currently in the DMV area? We have Bowie in uh, College Park, Maryland, mm-hmm. and then of course we have the Georgia Avenue. Um, location as well. And January 5th, we open our H Street location in D.C., so I'm excited about that. January 1st is my 40th birthday, Mm -hmm. and so we will have that celebration and preview for the new location. Our website is uh, Milk and Honey Cafe, so the letter N, dot com, so milkandhoneycafe.com. All locations, including Main Street there in College Park, Georgia, Mm -hmm. um, are all on that same site. You can find us on Instagram at milkandhoneycafe.com. Number two, and then the real milk and honey ATL for um, all our Atlanta folks as well. And I can be found at the Monique Rose on Instagram and Facebook and every other place that you can find me. You're amazing. I am a fan Thank of you. yours. Uh, you keep winning. Uh, definitely, when you come back to Atlanta, I'm gonna bring my staff by. So please uh, let them know so we can come sure by and will. enjoy a great meal. I've been there already in college, <laughs> so I know. I'll let you know I'm there, so you guys can you, come back. I you, appreciate your boy it. Be, I, I do come to D.C. because my brother, uh, my younger brother, owns like four barber and beauty and barber salons, so I'm definitely going to come there and drag him to one of your locations. So oh, you said your new shop opens yes, what date do. in January? What, what date is that in January? January 1st, Wednesday, January 1st, first day of the year. National holiday is my birthday. I'm oh, 40, boy, she's so. just bragging. Just born on the <laughs> born on January first. She just got too much energy. Monique, do not change. We'll see you see you at least two weeks, okay? Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks appreciate for having you. me. Bye bye.